right. Uh, welcome back to The Square. I am your host, Curtis the Fifth. And I'm Curtis the Fourth. All right, and today is June 29th. We got one game on the schedule tonight, game four of the Eastern Conference Final Milwaukee uh, at Atlanta. Uh, so right now we're just kind of recapping since the last week where uh, conference finals just started last week, uh, and now we, we are about what you would say, I guess, midway through, coming towards the end of this uh Western Conference Finals uh, and kind of right smack dab in the middle of the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, we just want to have an update, continue just talking basketball right now. It's kind of been a nice little reprieve from some uh, football talk. I, mean, I don't think we've discussed football outside of fantasy football in over a month. <clears throat> no, and that's <laughs> been that I, you know, I think you and myself, you know, maybe a, a person or two taking this time football related really is just kind of speculation yeah but also i think if any energy that we're really putting into football right now has been more so fantasy based yeah like it's, it's I think these are literally the only conversations we've had is fantasy based it's a, it's a good time to research you know because not much going on oh i probably said too much <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so i because right now it's like you know it's just the it's the build up before many um before training camp so right yeah. now it's like Everybody's on summer break. Yep, and, and the NBA has has the stage, so yep. football has to take a back seat. Olympic it, trials are going on right now, but nobody really cares until it's actual Olympics. So that's next month, right? And uh, that's yeah, that's coming. That's coming. You know, down the pipeline. But right now, it's just. The I think NBA the only thing that and, they have to worry about is the Euros right now. That's soccer, but that's worldwide. That's not even in the u.s i mean i'm sorry to say i mean it's sad to say now because you know it hasn't been said already <laughs> you know the stanley cup finals is going on right now <laughs> yeah you're right it's game two <laughs> again i don't think anybody's going to care about the uh, hockey until they have that uh espn package back uh and, and it, it, that was just a bad move by the nhl to sign that deal because i'm sorry I NBA, I i'm not going out of my way to go find nbcsn I, th- I thought it would be more of a follower. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm li- I'm a little shocked. It just it's maybe insanely... if it was on NBC itself, kind of like how Sunday Night Football is, right? That's maybe different. that that's a little bit easier for people. That's already on your cable, like yeah. But they're not gonna show a series and series, you know, night in and night out. They I do mean, it on Fox. I I don't know. Like yeah, <laughs> true, true. Fox uh, is a little different, but yeah, yeah. true. No, I, I get it, but it's just it, I, I just like think it was a bad move by NHL to get now they're getting buried in everything because yeah I get like a notification here or there on the ESPN app oh yeah what is it Tampa and I don't even know what they plan <laughs> I can't, oh Montreal uh the Canadians that is news yeah that's Ooh. huge um cool I guess I'm rooting for the Canadians just because I like Montreal but <laughs> did, did Tampa Bay ever win one. I mean, you no, know, they what? lost to they this were is not they, that type of podcast. They were the ones who lost to Chicago in our either second or third in that. Okay, I remember run. that. I didn't know if they went back. That's what I was asking. They might have. I, I didn't watch after that. Walked away from it. I haven't turned my head once since we lost uh, Coach Q. I really haven't been watching hockey okay. too much. All right, let's let's sorry. Let's, let's, uh, <laughs> uh, but back to basketball, we're going to dive into that. But before we get into all of that, as you've heard us banter already, um, please just go like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, we we want to continue to grow here, reach as many fans as possible, and have a discussion down in the comments. Uh, our friend Davey, 
love you. You've been killing it in the comment section. <laughs> yeah. uh, we want, but not that you're not enough. We just want more. <laughs> we want to have more conversation, more discussion. So continue uh, answering questions, asking questions, having that discussion down in the comment section. Uh, we we thrive off of that. We love it. So uh, it gives me something to do with the rest of my week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so let's talk basketball. Let's talk conference finals. Um, and let's start in the West as that one's almost wrapped up. We're getting close to game six is tomorrow night. Um, mm. L.A. Clippers, Phoenix Suns. I mean, just give me your thoughts on this series to start before we get into any <sighs> big stuff here. You know, um, considering. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll do it the other way. This has been a taxing um, series for me. It's just yeah. emotionally. <clears throat> I mean, it's just been a seesaw battle. It's been going back and forth. One game here, one game there. We take yeah. one, we take It's just, I mean, I was, I found myself being very frustrated after last night. Um, yeah. I, I really felt they left one there on, you know, kind of left one there on, on, on the court. And... I mean, that's what you get when you have a young team like this. Uh, that is just what the way that I kind of looked at game five is just like they came out sluggish. Mm-hmm. The Phoenix, I mean, the only person that I saw trying as like desperately was Chris Paul, but he still couldn't get anything going because across the board, everybody came out lethargic. Uh, I mean, they, they were saying all the right stuff after game four. Like, we got to hone in. We got to lock in. We're not looking ahead to get to, to the finals or anything like that. We're not there yet. Right. Uh, th- that was all being said. But, man, they just seemed like they came out in game five and just was like, well, we we got three chances at this. Let's. Please. Yeah, I, I you know, hmm. I'm, str- I sh- th- I'm disappointed in Phoenix. That, that's I, I literally am. what is written down on my <laughs> on my notes here. You know, considering this well-oiled machine that we were watching, I mean, and it was it was beautiful. You know, yeah. just beautiful, and it was very nostalgic. It it, it was it, it was it was and it was very modern. And don't get me wrong. Oh, I know you want to jump. No, in just there. before you get into game five too much, I do want to get your thoughts because I no I, no no I, I know I know game four specifically. I just wanted to see what you thought about the way that game went because as that game was going on and we hit the second, cause I mean, it looked like a regular old game in the first half. Mm-hmm. It was about 55, 50, I think was the, the score at halftime. And then out of nowhere, quarters three and four, it kind of, it not that it stalled and not that it was the hard nosed defense of the nineties, but it was definitely more defensive driven in that second half of that game. I just want, cause we were, we've been talking about how much defense isn't a factor in the NBA right now, but that game to me specifically shouted out, Oh, there's there, there's still defense to be played in the, in the NBA. It does. And, and, and it's to be, it's a, it's a reminder. I know we say this playoff basketball, but no, we're talking. This is the conference championships. This is the elites. Yeah, it doesn't get any you know bigger than this, especially when it's the not you know barring who the um, matchups are, but the fact that these are the final two teams in their respective conference, and now they have you know a week and a half to just focus on each other, mm-hmm. and and it's a, it's just a, it's a battle, yeah. you know, in some cases. You see a team just overpowered them and like, oh my god, he ended in five. Oh my god, it was a sweep. You know, yeah. didn't see it coming. But 
this ain't these are like slugfests, and I mean they're back and forth. And I don't mean in the aspect of like, oh man, we see six six game and seven game series all the time. I'm like, are you really feeling the the you know this this fight? Because I didn't feel that in the bubble as a, as an example. I didn't feel this yeah. this big str- you know. <clears throat> You know, this 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 big mountain to have to be climbed. The mountaintop was just to try to win. Who can win while we're here in, in Orlando? You Honestly, know? it was white noise to me. The the the, the bubble. Uh, I mean, it, not that it wasn't exciting to watch some of the things that were happening in the bubble, but it 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 is not playoff basketball. And then, I mean, and then let's go back right before that. We have the Toronto championship, which you know I was nothing wrong with that. I, yeah. But kind of vanilla, you know. In the sense, I mean, it was. It's kind of, I mean, I would say it was. A, it's a very poor man's version of what what, is, what I'm experiencing and what I'm seeing this year. Yeah. Like, okay, that was the first the first um, draft. Ah, oh, okay, oh, that's a little different, you know. After yeah. we got the you know epic, you know Golden State um, Cleveland series for four straight seasons. I mean, four straight years. Ten years, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it felt like it at yeah. some point. Like my goodness, you know, it's just. Same to you know whatever, but you know so it was a change of pace. Yeah. And then we got the bubble, and now, I mean, it's been a change of pace, I guess, since then. But it's morphed into this. So this is, man, it. The disappointment is just my. They just took their foot off the pedal. You know, just even if you did it for a little bit, you it didn't have to. I understand that we got three games. You started thinking like that. I don't like that it because it opens up that door. Failure. Yeah. I mean, more times than not. I think I think it significantly lower your chances of winning when you start thinking like that, just from a psychological. Plus, standpoint. you're giving more and more time for Kawhi to come back, and I mean, even though again, if he comes back, he's not going to be a hundred percent. But you just never know because you got to change up your game plan at that point, and you have to make those adjustments. And when you're when you're relying on adjustments instead of relying on your overall game plan from the start. That you that it's not a recipe for disaster, but it, it it opens up that door for doubt to creep in, and 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 it and again now I feel like it's it's putting a lot of pressure on Phoenix to go into L.A. and to steal another game. Well, you you told me. Well, let's go back to you know just just to finish with, uh, with the comment about Game Four. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I can see Game Six looking a lot like Game Four, um, in the sense of the the, the flow. Just, I, th- I think I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not expecting necessarily a high scoring game. Okay. I know this was like c- completely low. I mean, I could, if they finish in the 90s, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, okay. No one really eclipse 100. Definitely not 110. I just, I just, I don't see, I know it can happen, but at this stage and this coming out of the last two potential games, I think Phoenix has hit that crossroad. Like, we didn't have a lot of bumps in the road. And so it's almost kind of like we're just kind of testing our our invincibility right now yeah. to a degree. And, okay, we let one down, but it's not as if they can't go back and grab one. You know, I don't, I'm not saying it's impossible. It's just it's it's just that much harder to do. No, I, and I get it because everything was set up for for you, you know, for them to just take it and move on. Yeah. Now, with that being said, I did predict them to win in six. You did. So, and I, and I was saying like, but well, I don't damn, think you would have had to. I, I didn't in have it in context in three one. Like you're up three one, you you gotta close <laughs> no, out. No, no, no. I five. understood that. I, I, that's, that was the only thing I could walk away from yeah. and say. Well, I did. You know, 
predict them to win in six. And I, and I do predict them to win game six. Uh, Phoenix, I think, is just... They are too hungry for the way L.A. is playing right now. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, L.A., you, you dropped a game at home already. Like, you, you, you've already opened up that door, and you, you've given Phoenix a game plan on how to beat you on your home floor. Right. Um, and that's just to play scrappy basketball. I mean, you... You lost that game without D book down the stretch, right? I know you don't have. I know you guys don't have Kawhi, but come on, like you, you lost Devin Booker, the, the dude that's been that dude this this entire right. playoff run, especially when CP three goes down. He wasn't on the floor to end that game, and you guys still weren't able to close it out. That that, that that's really got to open up some questions it, to it's... what LA's situation is right now because that that's that's tough. That but it also gives a spotlight. To Phoenix as yeah. to their team, and we we touched on it in some earlier episodes, but they their defense is legit. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not gonna say they just clamped down when necessary because we shouldn't be having to talk about a game six, but in, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about game four in itself. Yeah, they, they in that game itself, they show what they potentially can be on a night in and night out, out basis for sure. Um, they. They they basically man just laid an egg last night and yeah. but I mean but apart from that but that's the, yeah it's man I didn't have a problem with um an eighty four eighty um finish simply because it's the West Conference Finals there's going to be games like that and it's not and, and the way they come right behind and give their little analysts and oh my god okay such and such cp3 is off or you know now paul george his shooting is off a little bit and this is what what caused this and that and they, they break it down and they dissect it and so on and so forth man in some cases people just have an off night it was a tough game someone had to lose you know yeah why does it have to be when the, you know if this person did this this and that then they would have won the game okay then phoenix would have lost then we would have said well if this person did this 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 and that it just we just have to tag the act, you know. They or they have to tag this narrative of just, you know, uh, positive negatives. You know, either good, bad. You won, lost. You know, so yeah. you lost. This is the script you get, and then we're gonna just dissect and and and, and murder you. And whether you lost by one point or by a hundred points, yeah. and if you won, whether you know by one or a hundred, you know all the great things you did. But you know, but if it was close, uh, you better watch yourself in the next game because <laughs> you, you know it's always it comes with a disclaimer. That's what the narratives are. You, you know, yeah. Our narrative is like that. <laughs> Basically, not our. I don't think ours are. I think I, we. I think, we. I think we give. I'm. I'm serious. I think we give That's a, a bigger question. picture. Okay, I, and I try to. I mean, I get it, but it's just it comes down on these networks. That's just all it is. Like, could you more. could you just expand a little bit more? Like, yeah. you know, it's not just that black and white. You know, so as you can see, I mean, since game two, they have flipped games back and forth. So based on <laughs> on the rotation, yeah. Phoenix should win. And based on my prediction, they should win in game six. Yeah. And when Kyle said it was my prediction, it should be enough. But <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I digress. <laughs> no, I, I, just going back to game five, I, I just want to touch on a couple of things from, from Phoenix stat-wise. I mean, they, D-Book and CP3 combined for 17 of 41, which mm-hmm. is just over 40% from the field. And with that combined with Cameron Payne coming off the bench and only being two for six in 13 minutes, uh, it just felt like, man, they need 
they need more off the bench for one. They need Cameron Payne needs to be that spark plug off the bench. Mm-hmm. And CP3 and D- Devin Booker, when they're on the floor, they got to be a lot more efficient. I know they're scoring a lot, but when you're taking 41 shots and you're only making 17, I- I'd rather you, because, I mean, talking about, I mean, just kind of foreshadowing what's going on in the East, mm-hmm. in game, what was that, three, Giannis and Chris Middleton combined 28 for 47. That's 60% from the field. Mm. Like, that's just that's that's a 20 percent swing and and that efficiency is huge okay. and, and that really i think i think that's what's hampering them on the off offensive end especially with devin booker he, i know he's got a broken nose he's dealing with this mask and he's trying to figure it out but you got to figure it out soon because you if you drop this game in game six and this goes to seven <sighs> i mean he had a solid game um i mean no it wasn't bad by any means it just it wasn't Devin Booker from games one and two where he was taken over. I'm not letting anything encroach. I, on and us. that's what I get. That was this fine oil machine, but you, I, and I, I, was, I am disappointed, but I did not expect him to do 40 point triple doubles either, you know, and like, and that's, unfortunately he did that. Yeah. And that's really <laughs> not, skewing the I get the what you're saying. And right I'm there. not expecting him to have a 40 point triple double every night, but I think when it comes down to the stretch, when you're, when you're breaking in the fourth quarter in the last five minutes of the game, three times in a row. That's mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, you got to be more efficient. You got to get a better shot instead of just throwing up something from three just because you, you can. Okay. I, I don't think a lot of people go that far in their analysis. They just, yeah, you know, they, they cut it short. And it's like, that. you got to give me more than that. You know, it, it, it's... Man, I'm not saying it. that they can't. I'm not saying that, that Phoenix is done, but I, I think that it, they can, they cannot by any means come out as lethargic as they did in game five in game six in no, game six, they have to come out like a team on a mission and they have to close it out. And, and it, like I said, it's going to be that much harder because you're on the road and they've got is. fans in the stands, and but they, you just have to hunker down. And, and you know, un- cause, cause because of, we look at the Clippers, the Clippers is not a veteran team. True. In itself. True. With, and neither is Phoenix. Phoenix just has a veteran. They, they, they have one old with soul a on that team. Leader, you know, <laughs> so, what they're not, where we the narrative we never use or the lens we never um, really project at Phoenix is they're a young team. They still a young team. I mean, but I mean, that's what, what it said. But then yeah. it's overshadowed this simultaneously by what's going over in the East with Atlanta. That's, <laughs> I mean, my goodness, you think they're like <laughs> like Fab Five, like these are freshmen yeah. or something. You know, that's how I look. They have, you know, <laughs> need to hear no there. So they're a young team, which. We get these young team games, like you know, it's just they. I ain't gonna say they imploded or they just fell to pieces. It's just yeah, like you said, they just, you know, it just took their foot off the gas. Like, yeah. why do win the game, take your foot off the gas and chill until the next <laughs> until yeah. the next series? I'm like, now you got to go back on the road. It's it's just you got to build yourself, yourself up, up that man. much yeah. more. You got to deal with their little crowd. But the fact that you have to just take the travel, the extra practice, the extra prep, the extra, the extra day, you know, yeah. all of that extra, uh, you know, treatment, so on, you know, I mean, game day treatment, not yeah. I'm resting in between series treatment, you know, and just like, come on, man, y'all. You had it. You, you, you had, it was there for you. Why play an extra game? Yeah. It's unnecessary. Just close it out. And you're at home. You get to just drive home and stay there. Yeah. Now you got, now you're back on the plane. 
and here we are. You know, un- granted, which you, you flew one hour, but it does not matter. It's yeah. just the inconvenience yeah, it's right to there. go back, <laughs> right over there. It's like I'll be right back. You yeah. Know, it just, no, I get the, what you're the, saying. Yeah, it, it's still they, it's because that, that honestly, that's what the in that's what the 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 playoffs come down to. Just that little stuff that happens to you throughout the season, throughout this course of the, these two months stretch it all here. Matters. It all matters. It it, it all kind of builds up. Now, from the LA side of things, great fight by you guys in Game Five. I'm gonna give you that. <laughs> you stayed in it. You you didn't want to go home and well. You did want to go home, but you wanted to go home to play another game. You didn't want to go home to to, to pack it up for the off season. Um, it, Paul, is Paul George that dude? I mean, absolutely not. I'm um, talking for this series. <laughs> I, I know. I know what that's. I'm from a preference just to this series. He's supposed to be in the, in the aspect of for L.A. It's all on my shoulders. Am I supposed to be that dude or something like? He's he's playing. I mean, I'm impressed. He's playing good. I you know I'm impressed yeah. by like okay man that's that's man you giving it a, okay you and I've I always preference him as a one B like a tier two you know yeah. uh, you know that's another way of saying it but tier two make it sound like he's so much lower that's why I say one B like he can be a one all by himself but if if there was a list of all the ones I think he'll be toward the bottom of that list. I see, and that's I think where me and you Which differ still on, on the him. List. I no, because I don't think he can be a one. Hmm. I I truly don't think that he can really put. I don't think he can put a team on his shoulder to get them over that hump. He wasn't able to do it in 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 Indian in Indiana. Um, he tried to what, take that role 24? from Russell Westbrook, and I know I get what you're saying, but he tried to take that role on from uh Russell Westbrook and OKC. He had a he had a damn near MVP season. I don't think that was a good fit. And I and I, I remember yeah you know, I remember people like you just mentioned now saying that I'm like. I know I wasn't watching a lot, but man, I got no sense that this dude was running at the MVP level. I'm like, I mean, I well, think he I ended up third in MVP you. voting, but because for most of the year he was just that dude. Like he he was what we're talking about Trey Young right now. We're like, we didn't know Paul George had this in him. Like the like he came out and he was really he was making Russell Westbrook look like chump change. Basically, it was it was insane. Um. But with that being said, you've had the opportunity to be the number one in Indiana. In, in Indiana, I keep wanting to say Indianapolis. Um, in Indiana, but it didn't work out. You never were able to get over the hump. You had a fantastic team around them at, at one point where they were what they went to two Eastern conferences and finals in a row. I believe so. Um, and you, again, you did lose to the super team of all super teams in in Miami, but still. It, but then you're looking, and and like you said, he was what 24 at the time, young dude. Don't expect him to get over that hump, and that's fine. But you've had that experience. That all counts now as you're in LA mm-hmm. as the number two guy. I expect you to be able to do more in the regular season. I expect you to be able to do more when Kawhi needs to take a rest. If we are, since we are in this time of load management, when Kawhi's off on nights, why do you not step up in in the regular season to give yourself this some sort of film to go back to when you're when you're in this situation? And granted, he is playing very well right now, but still in this situation, I don't think that he's going to be able to get past this Phoenix team, who is a young team who I don't think Paul George can lead this team to get past with 
Reggie Jackson and Terrence Mann as his as his kind of co stars. Right. <clears throat> so I, I think that he needs he needs another guy. He needs another superstar and it needs to be a guy who's a true one. Number one, and he needs a true Batman to, so, to ride with. So, to okay, me. so all right, okay, we got thirty teams in the league. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me there's thirty ones in the league? Because I'm not saying, I'm saying that everybody. I'm saying that everybody has a number one guy on their team. Yeah, someone has to be twenty eight, twenty nine, and thirty. And you know, with that being said, let, I let me think, let me rephrase. I don't think Paul George can be the number one on a championship team. Hmm. He can be a number one on a team. He can't. He is a great that, player. No, 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 I, that, I think that, he, that's that's why I keep putting him like one B because a, t- a tier two can you know and you know you put it in the proper context can they lead a championship yeah. team? That's yeah. Because to me, I I don't I don't if there I don't was break it list, up the way that you if did. There was a list. Yeah, yeah. I would, He would just be like, say, if I picked it was ten guys, he would be number ten. You know, he'd be right at the me, threshold of that. For me, the reason why I don't put him in that one tier is because the way that I look at that is if you're a one, you are a guy who you, if you are the dude on your team, you can get them to the finals hands down, no matter what LeBron in, in Cleveland, you had nothing around you and you were a one. And I'm talking about the first time. No, I understand. And you were able to lead that short list. Cause I'm curious how many people was on this list for you? Not many. Uh, LeBron (laughs) could be Katie. Yeah, what else? Yeah, because I, mean, I know my point here is I want to put Kawhi. I, I want to put Kawhi on that list, but I, in all honesty, he really hasn't proven it. According it, it to your that's what I was saying. That he hasn't proven it. I want to put him there, but he hasn't done it yet. Okay, so, so it really, it's just if it to ain't me, them two, yeah, then it's just yeah. Okay, I got it. Move. Let's move. Let's move. <laughs> let's move on. I'm not even here. To but that, that's that. just my that's just my criteria to be a number like a, a bona fide number one, as because no. I want you to be a one on a championship. I think team. we can get into that on a whole another episode, yeah, that's a whole other show. Save that because I'm like, you know what? That's good. That's why I'm not even challenging. Yeah. I'm like that's like that's interesting. We'll get back to. Please <laughs> mark that as a note. I'll I'll, I'll we'll put talk out about that. Yeah. Um. But this is the question that I had um, sure. for for the Clippers specifically. So after game four, game four or five, I don't remember. Um, it reportedly somebody said it in passing and on a, one of these talk shows that Kawhi is actually frustrated with the Clippers medical staff. Uh, and I don't know. Did you heard it? Hear about okay. This. Go ahead. To me. The second in in just I want to get your thoughts on it because the second that I heard that, and when I went to go read the story that came out on ESPN, I think it was either ESPN or it was on like a Google notification. Um, the very first thing I was like, "Is this the beginning of another Spurs situation?" Yeah, there's some speculation going on here. So, <laughs> like that was when I immediately thought I was like, "Oh no!" Like he, I, I already knew he was frustrated with just the situation with him not being able to play. Right. But now that he's frustrated with the medical staff, yeah. like this sounds exa- verbatim what happened with San Antonio. Yes. So now he's not playing. I don't know if him sitting in a box versus with him with the team it actually matters because he got somebody his brought family that up with to him. You, yeah. I mean, but granted, when he has his family with him, I can understand how he, why he's in a suite. You know, it's because he's, 
I mean, I can understand an aspect that he's keeping company with his family in this week. Now, if he had any intentions necessarily of... I, I didn't make a big deal out of it because it's Kawhi. <laughs> That's true. That's the thing. I, I think I'll this. Let me let me let me disclaim this back. I think I gave him a pass right off top, based on <laughs> it. It's just this guy. And yeah, he he's a different dude. He want to sit in the suite, man. Let him sit in the suite. It ain't gonna change nothing for us when you understand Kawhi. You know, yeah. kind of in that on just on that level alone. Like, it's better if you just let him go. Yeah, it's you put him down here with us. He's not finna do anything. He's not gonna give a rah rah speech to us. But this is why that is ex- what you just said is exactly the reason why I am struggling to put Kawhi on that number one list because, uh-huh. as the number one dude on the team, the fact that you're not like the fact that you he's not the guy that gives a rah rah speech. The, the fact that you're not that that player coach type guy who can say, "Hey, get get that right. over here." This is what you need to do in this situation. Right. Grab the clipboard from the coach and say something to your guys in a situation where you guys are in you're in need. Like you are backs against the wall. This is what needs to happen. The fact that you can't do that, I have an issue with. Welcome to the new NBA and the way the industry runs. I mean, you know, because the bottom line, a, a, the better way to preference this, yeah, contextually for him, will be he's 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 a number one talent. Like, yeah. Not so much the leader, not you know, not the number he one. He just doesn't have that temperament. Not that, not that archetype. I don't think you. I should say, yeah. Him. Just he he brings all of this with him. No, he brings. I am the number one talent on this team, and so you get the right pieces for basketball and basketball purposes alone of X's and O's. We can get this done. And, and I like, think that's what LA is trying to do, but I I don't think it's going to translate into actually getting a Larry O'Brien because at the end of the day, you need a dude on the court that is an extension of your coaching staff. I agree. I agree. I and I, I thinking this is starting to frame why there's some hiccups here. Yeah. Because whether it's from injury or not, it's just it's something. It's all but something is, you know, there's a cog loose. You know, and, and, and not... you're in the suite instead of being down there on the on the sideline on those timeouts where you're you got guys just sitting around where you got those two different groups. Just why aren't you leading one of those conversations? Right. And, and Paul like... George isn't that guy either because he, he to me is a number two. Is like okay, what do you need me to do? I'll do it. Again, why I put him in as a one B? Oh, that, this will hit a one B category. I don't want to get into this. We give <laughs> me get back to this. Sorry. To these tears. <laughs> um. But you're right. He's he's not really maybe just a little bit more, you know. But not much to. They don't have that guy on their team. Um, they and like again, this is that top heavy model. Yeah. Top heavy is you know is not necessarily the same as a super team. It's it's a little different. They they got two top talents. I think one on the upper echelon of the, and the bottom echelon of the same echelon. For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but, I just see what you're saying. But that you know, but it's it a unique matchup uh, you know um but and they put some you know some interesting talent around him. this is just a i mean we never seen a team like this it was literally just kind of they went in a lab and they put this thing damn thing together you know and yeah they're good talent but now you got phoenix a, a homegrown home fed you know kind of groomed team you know kind of i ain't gonna say did it the right way but did it the more <laughs> traditional way you know gotcha <laughs> they did it the right way you know <laughs> no but uh more from a traditional aspect of build a team building you know yeah and and, and 
you know, they're a young team, just like the Clippers was this, you know, lab team that's technically a young team. You yeah. know, they got some kind of in the, well, these guys are in their prime, so it's not, they're kind of in the middle, you yeah. know, so yeah, they're at the apex of their careers right now. So it, it's this, it's an interesting uh, clash of these two type of teams. But I'm like, man, somebody need to get Phoenix and shake them, man. They're like, wake yeah. up. You're in the final. You, one more game and you smack them. And like, come on, one more time. Get out there. And, and like I said, they felt like they were going through the motions because everybody was saying the right things after game four. Right. Like, hey, we, we, we're we not looking ahead. I mean, Devin Booker said, like, we everybody is aware, yes, one more win and we're in the finals. But that's as far as it goes. We have to still win one more game, though. I think they'll be fine in game six. And this is why. I don't they have proven just with this, this back and forth seesaw they've been doing, home court doesn't even throw that out the window at this point. No. That is of no consequence. You know the crowds I know I said there's the little nuances and stuff, but when it's all said and done, when it's X's and O's and how it all is playing out, yeah, you you can win or lose on on anybody's home court in this series. Yeah. There is there is no true home court advantage, period. It's just with that being said, that's what I mean. Game six is very winnable, and I believe Phoenix will win it. I just think it would be something, you know. I'm not, I don't want to get into the scores, but I, I just don't see them really eclipsing over 100, you know, in, on either team. And I think they're going to just <sighs> – Clippers, you're playing very expired basketball. I'm just – I've been waiting, and I'm, like I said, they're, they're, they're on train wreck waiting to happen. I think they're about to crash. Yeah. So I think it's it's finally, finally here. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. Like I said, Phoenix and six, I'm not wavering. So. No, I get you. Uh, it's either here or it's on Friday. So, <laughs> exactly. um, no, so I think that kind of covers the Western Conference as it stands right now. Um, let's talk Eastern Conference. I think there's a lot more uh, in this uh, Eastern Conference right now. Um Milwaukee does play tonight uh, at Atlanta game four. Um, but just initial thoughts on how this series, the first three games has kind of played out since, uh, since we talked last. I'm not disappointed. Um, it, it's one of those, let's get one for the Gipper kind of sentiments right now. But that, <sighs> this is a young team that's probably just, <laughs> you know, biting off tonight's a little gonna decide more this series. than they can choose. Exactly. I'm saying going into just where am I at in three games? Yeah. Not so much where is it going. Okay. You know, because you quickly already transitioned what I'm going. Gotcha, gotcha. Just in the first three games. It was just kind of like, okay, Atlanta's giving everything they got. It's, it, it, it's almost like Lil Mac on uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. Yeah. You know, You're it's right. just like Lil Trey. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. He punching, you know, and just getting, I mean, completely all the way from the ankles, you know, uppercuts, just, just taking them. Like in these last two games. and. Where is his help? I mean, APB out on the cast, the, the the rest of the crew. Yeah. The other guys, the other 11, you know. Well, so here's what I, I mean, I'm, just in my notes ahead. about Go Atlanta. Right ahead, uh, I, I thought I wanted to set it up for you. you no, my, my first question right off the bat is, does Trey Young's ankle, is that going to keep Atlanta from the finals? Just that specifically. The, the, hmm. He trips over the, the, the ref, I think, he backed up into. He back and walked up on him and stepped on him and. Like first off, what what is this ref paying attention to? 
<laughs> they said he was where he was supposed. He wasn't in the wrong vicinity. I know. It's, it's just, just like, dude, like, but you I, see, I, he, 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 I know he's small, but he's not. He, he's, I think Colin Cowherd <laughs> said this, and I could be misquote. It was one of these guys. I, I believe it was him. Yeah. And I came across him. He's like, well, what was, why was he irking and jerking? Like, why would we jump back like that? Like, why yeah, did he, you know? It's he did something that was so uncharacteristic. But I guess the the sentiment was. You know this dude can do anything crazy, <laughs> so just stay way the hell out of his vicinity. Like yeah. he needs a bigger d- parameter. You yeah. know, like you were too, you was in his space. <laughs> <laughs> as crazy as that may have sounded, so I was like, I could kind of understand it on both sides. I got but you. He, I just, he it, don't it, do nothing crazy, but it was like it was that time, and you were standing in my space. Yeah. You know, and now he's hurt, or there's a you know ding, and I'm like, man, wh- why is every <laughs> I mean, man, the only time I remember this from my childhood is like in Tech Mobile, where, where injuries were so vital to the game, you yeah. know, and it was so prevalent. Like, at this any has moment, been an insane playoff people just are just, oh, my ankle, my knee, my man, leg, this, oh, my goodness. Like, Joel and Embiid's go- hip, back, ankle, neck injury. <laughs> well, what did he have? He, no, yeah, it was like a, men- a meniscus pull. Or it, a I think it was a. A is, partial, either is is a partial meniscus or partial MCL tear. Right. I'm like, okay, that's pretty significant considering that came out way at the end. You know, yeah. like, but, then, but of course they're not releasing all this information anyway. And it's yeah. just, we getting these generic. Yeah, I'm watching the game, man. I don't know about that report y'all said. There's something wrong with him. You yeah. know, like, in this showing, like. Yeah, that's going to be part of my question of the day. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but I guess it's it's I wasn't going into it. It just reminded me that's just why I have a question today based on just it's just injuries. Yeah. But go ahead. I I don't want to go down that, that rabbit yeah. hole right now. So that was just my first question. Is yeah, is that gonna keep them out of the finals? And um, then... if he's hobbling, potentially it will. Yeah. Um, because where go where Trey goes goes the team. Um, he is that engine. But. <sighs> Ultimately, remember I said I had this current, con- con- you know, I had this had this view. Yeah. Based on from what I've seen, outside of the Detroit Pistons in you know the nineties, the eighty nine champions and the ninety champions with led by Isaiah Thomas or uh, um, two thousand and I want to say five, two thousand three, no, yes, two thousand and three. Um, Detroit Pistons with led by Chauncey Billups and okay. kind of the cat, just a kind of an all star cat. He just cast. got hired by by Portland, by the way. Yeah, I want to say a team that Phoenix kind of reminds me of that, but I think on, on a very more on an offensive modern day jazzed up version of that. You Atlanta, know? you mean? Atlanta? No, no, no. Phoenix. The Suns. Okay. The Suns today, but moving on. I'm just saying gotcha. in the aspect of these Pistons. Now I'm trying to back into the Atlanta, but. They've been led by their point guards, technically. You know, yeah. Uh, those were the only teams that were kind of led by their point guards. Gotcha. To a championship, that model don't necessarily work, which is why I used to have such a harsh take with Derrick Rose. That model don't work, and it didn't work. Well, 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 well. I would ask when that's before, your number one. Well, I was gonna ask before KD got there. What does that mean for Golden State? Before Katie. That that's clearly he, ran through. Was he 
I, mean, I know you but, got two all-time yeah, shooters, but, but it, is he really a point guard though? Like, cause I, cause one could have said that it's about Allen Iverson, you know, like he, but he didn't win a title, but he was technically a two. No, cause I do, and I'm talking about I, at a even, time when there was just not positionless basketball. Cause no, right I get now, what you're saying, like but a, even even with even with that, because to me, I do think Steph is for sure a one because he he definitely can play make for others. No, no, I. <laughs> I get that, but they, when they were they, by the time they got to win the championships, he wasn't doing that anymore. That's what I'm trying to say. I like, mean, he, it still was a part of his game. It wasn't it, not again not to the degree of what he was when not, he was glass not, ankles. Not a, not a floor general. That's all I was getting at. You know, I, and I maybe I have to use it preference it. I'm talking about a traditional point guard. That's, but I think there's a difference between a a a a floor general point I'm, guard. Okay, you asked my question. Steph did not make the criteria. You can keep <laughs> giving me everything. Steph is an undersized two guard. He's, you're not the best sharpshooter, but yet you're still, I'm still a point guard. I'm like, you're not facilitating the offense, man. You're all, you are the offense. You, it's a little different. It's a different model. I'm talking about a traditional floor general type, the traditional point guard that actually facilitates the offense. They are their part of the scoring. Yeah, they, 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 they're, they're, they're more, they're, there's not such a disparity between their scoring and their assist. Their assist levels are, you know, the numbers are really up. Like in the elites, they're yearly in the double digits, but you don't even see that anymore. You like, the elites are like seven, you know, like, okay, what happened to the 11, 12s, 14s, you know, averaging, you know, mm -hmm. this, this is just, they, that's what they was facilitating. I'm talking about, when I say traditional, you got to go have to go beyond when you started. <laughs> it goes no, I get what that you're time, you know? But I, that's what I was saying, because I think. Chauncey Billis was that guy. No, and I, that's, I don't, I'm not saying that he's, I'm, I, not, I, I'm, I'm saying, I, I, I will I say guess this. Because you said, bringing that up, which I'm glad you did. I have to preference the question a little different now, because yeah. I have to really be specific about what type of this type of point guard yeah, so that, I say because he's he's I think he's a point guard, but I don't think that he he's not a floor general. He's not a he he is not the dude that's just gonna sit back and watch things and and be that kind of conductor type role. That's not him. And you're right about that. But I think you can still be a point guard in the sense that yes, the offense is mostly you. But if you're still playmaking, if you're even like you said the seven assist type game, you know what averaging, you can even add him. Even if you did, I, I, you know, and I, I'll give you that. That's why I didn't have a super hard take with yeah. that. My point being is, okay, you take three, you take these yeah. three title teams, these six titles out of all the titles. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Six True. times. Yeah, no, you're right. Based on three different teams. That's it. Yeah. It only happened with three different teams. Out of all, I'm sorry. The numbers are too low. It's it's a landslide. It's a model. It's a model that could work. Well, I think Phoenix is definitely going to get there with more, it. But they're he's not their number one. Booker is. So they don't hit that criteria. Oh, you're saying through the point guard, not just through the guard. You're, no, no, you're no, right. no. Right. I'm talking about that's just their their solidified True. number one guy is that yeah. point guard. I'm being generous when I said Chauncey Billups. They really was just a band of five. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I mean, yeah. But. Nevertheless, when it came down to who won final was MVP, he did. So yeah. I'd like, well, that qualifies for me. So, yeah. you know, no, I get what you're because but he was always there anyway. It was like it was just a matter of who was going to really, you know, pull from the pack. Yeah. You know, and he did. And, and then, he was that leader. But <clears throat> that's what I say. It's just it's not a model that I subscribe to, because as you can see, 
it's only happened very few times in the history of the NBA. And yeah. It's like that's not you know. So somebody gets some little sexy, like they like like Portland with Dame Lillard. You, did you ever see me get excited about? I'm like, no. he doesn't fit. He doesn't fit the the model. If he's the best guy, I'm not saying he has to have somebody like his equal for him to change. Because if they just because if everything is just a step down from him, but you're you really a point guard, but he's another one of these shooting point guards. I know, and that's kind of the new thing right now. But I think that Dame can work in that role as long as his number two isn't a number. He doesn't play the two. I think if he that if his number two plays a three or a four, he'll be fine. And that's why I think, and that's why I really think if they do go hard and they trade Dame two or they trade Embiid to match Damian Lillard and Embiid up, I think it would work to the degree that Embiid can stay on the floor. But hey, that's that's one thing. <laughs> um, but that's just me, and I, and I think that we're literally seeing that in limited sample size because it was bubble uh, playoff, but. Jamal Murray and Jokic. I get it, but I'm we. But the the criteria is a championship ring. True. And at the end of the day, those are all can nice candidates. Yeah. But it they have a, the potential too. Right. And I don't see feel. It. And I don't feel like a oh, man. I'm threatened by any of this. Like, oh no, I you're see, right. You know, it's like and that's the thing. I want to feel threatened. Like, damn, this can actually. I'm like, you know, could this actually work? And like right now, I think the numbers because the numbers are too lo- little. Based on, and then you factor in where I factor, I factor in back when I was coming up in like in the eighties, it was like, if you didn't have a dominant big man, you're not winning the title. Yeah. I mean, that was just how it was in the NBA. You had to have that, that, that low post presence or you wasn't sniffing the title. You weren't even close. Even if it was eight teams, 12 teams, 16 teams, that never changed. Yeah. So, and then Michael Jordan showed up. And it changed because I'm not even saying when Bird and Magic showed up because huh, Magic had Kareem, Bird had Parrish. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Super team. No, no, I'm kidding. No. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah. So you, so so Jordan changed it. Now it's changing again. But I'm like, man, I I seen change propelling. This don't seem like propelling. This seems like lateral change if, at best. It's just. We change it from one thing to something else, and yeah. it's like, uh, okay, what happened to the great? It's supposed to be something greater. You yeah, know, or, no, I get what you're saying. Moving on, but more yeah. on Atlanta. I think, and this is, I think this is one of the keys to, and and, and I think it's really accentuated with Bogdanovich. But you said it, Bogdanovich is the X factor in this series, and it's no factor right game now. three. I just, without looking at his stats. What do you think he was from the field? What, Bogdanovich. I don't three three games. No, just in, in game three specifically. Three for ten. I don't know. You got three right. Three for sixteen. He was eighteen percent from the field. Oh gosh. And and that's and that, I, I pointed out Bogdanovich because that was the worst of it, but. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that much better after that. I mean, I think the next guy was four for eleven. Like, it's it's not looking good. The the their entire their their entire supporting cast just is not showing up around Trey Young, and I think that is that's huge. And I think that's a huge, huge, huge testament to what Atlanta has done this year with Trey Young, because this team, like I said last round, is a year too early. 
they need they need to put a bunch around Trey Young right now. Mm-hmm. John Collins, honestly, right now, he <laughs> to go to coin one of our, 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 I guess, one of the phrases that we have on this show. I don't think he's got that dog in him. <laughs> uh, huh. And I don't think Clint Capella has the athleticism that John Collins has that he would need. Because I think Clint Capella does have that dog in him. He just literally t- can't keep keep up right now. Especially when he's mainly guarding Middleton and Giannis. He's switching <clears throat> off between the two. Well... <laughs> You okay? You preference this by you and you. You, man, man. You say it so many times. I'm having an issue with you saying this. Stop, stop saying that they're a year too early. Okay, they're here now. Stop, because it's almost coming to become a slight at this point. Like, no, y'all are so great, but you a year too early. You know, like no, I've, I've said it, that it's, two it's times about two teams. I said that about Atlanta, and hey, I've said that about hey, Arizona. You said you said Atlanta, but you, bro, you made mention about this team multiple times, and I'm gonna go back and I have to look through all the episodes. And every time you've said, you probably said it for the last three episodes now, and I'm like, okay, how many more times you gonna keep? We we I got it. There, you it, it's it's just an underlying message to say you're not supposed to be here. That's all this, you know. No, it's not that. I'm not saying that they're not. And, and I do no, think that there is a context I'm, and there's a connotation that comes it. with that. I get it. But I'm speaking to what's happening right now because yeah. they're playing like they ain't supposed to be here. You know, and that, that's, <laughs> I was going, I'm like, because I'm like, now damn it, I don't want to hear it. Like, yeah, they're starting to live up to <laughs> yeah. that, 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 the, the hype. And I'm like, dude, y'all are, y'all, y'all are trending backwards, you know? And I'm I, like, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that you have to, say that they're trending backwards or i don't think that they are trending backwards to say that they're you're when i'm looking because... at john collins because now i'm translating it to like okay, i'm looking at game three just as an example yeah no it wasn't good like you're saying he's not that dog <laughs> that's why i like i don't want to get too deep in that it was, i'm putting it in the context of their output yeah. and it was just like come on man why y'all got to be the little engine that could all of a sudden and if if trey ain't out there pushing it you all won't run like as if you all know how to run. This is the conference championship. This is not yeah. this is not November December basketball, and we just getting to know each other. What I don't understand about what Nate what Nate McMillan is doing is you've got a guard like Chris Dunn on your bench right now, right? Who you specifically signed to this team for his defense? Why is he? Why is he a DNP again? I understand that he's somewhat of an offensive liability, but right now, Bogdanovich is an offensive liability. Let me be very clear. This is why you have Tony Snell. Literally. Yeah, you're right. Tony Snell, too. I'm like, you're not... Oh, he's not going to make any shots. Damn the shots, man! You need somebody to stop these, these, these other, these, these. You need somebody uh, to, put, to just slow down all of a sudden because now Giannis and Middleton playing like they're gods. Yeah, and you know, Giannis and Middleton, I said it earlier, in their way right now. Yeah, they they're they're sixty percent from the field, and then their others are forty one percent from the field. They're playing like gods, but they're not. And that's they're the not. thing. And I'm like, I'm not knocking it. This is like because if you y'all put... playing so under y'all worth right now and it's like it shows and it's like oh my god y'all like Quint Capella out here and if he has a bad game it's like oh he had a bad game like with the rest of these guys I'm like no these are the rest of these guys have been suspect from the beginning yeah this dude just can't say he just can't bring it every single night because he he's the only big they truly have like True. Collins is a he's cool and I like him but Capella Collins and it has to be somebody else 
Gallinari is not that guy. He's a stretch four who really just wants to be a stretch. He does not want to come down like, because, dude, you need to switch your game up just a little bit and help these dudes out down there. No, I'm just going to be the stretch. Okay, who else do we get? He needs to be a three. That's where that's this is where Tony Snell comes in. Yeah, you know, I I mean, this dude Solomon Solomon Hill, you, you you're trying, but you so what, dude? You're small. You got two rebounds. Like I, you, you got He's it. Tight. If you can't, it's just yeah. I, I when I looked, I'm like, okay, I where's Tony Snell at then? Yeah, you're right, and and I totally agree with you on that. Um, and my issue, uh, mainly is the fact that. Chris Dunn, I, I, I honestly, Drew Holiday did not have a good game three. I mean, he his effective field goal percentage was like eighteen percent from mm-hmm. the field in forty one minutes, which is atrocious. But in the other games, if you could have just slowed him down a little bit more, you'd be in a better situation. And I think Chris Dunn can definitely just just because you don't have to stop him, you just is... have to slow him down. Yeah, they can't get into that once because once Milwaukee gets into a rhythm, mm-hmm. I mean, you saw it in game two. Chris Middleton in the third quarter just got on fire. And as long as if he you just don't let him get into that rhythm, but being it's before over. that, what was killing him in, at, 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 more than anything was was what was that game? Um, yeah, game three, the the first half. Giannis had where's the help defense? He had whatever he wanted. Every uncontested shots, he just laying the ball up. He just chair dropping it, throws dropping yeah. it inside the basket. That was I thought that was more egregious than than what Chris Middleton had to do down in the second half of the game. Like you if you got rid of all of that, that, yeah. that would have been more so Chris Middleton trying to come back from behind, but there's a different kind of pressure on him. The only reason why I don't have as much of an issue with that is because I don't want to put Clint Capella and John Collins into foul trouble in the first half. No, you no, let him no. do his it speaks to where is his help defense? Now they can be the initial um, defender, but it's about who your 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 help. That is going to be more about the help defense, like who's coming over to help um, double at the last moment. When you, you do that spin, who's standing there? Well, I think and I think that's why Bogdanovich is a liability right now. He literally can't he can't move. He he's stuck no, on that island out and there. And I'm getting that just like and and I agree. Just like Gallinari, the same. They just. But I think there's a difference a, because Bug, I think Bogdanovich can be the help defense. I don't think Gallinari can. Gallinari there is literally – he, to me, is Tobias Harris in Philadelphia. You get your ass in that corner and you just shoot threes. That's it. Well, I mean – Because he's a three to me. He's not a four. I get that. But, I mean, Tobias Harris still found a way to get at least nine rebounds. I don't True. know. You, no, you're right. And you're Gallinari right. doesn't. Like, I mean, he doesn't – that's why I kept saying, like, he doesn't make any conscious effort – He's just a stretch, and I'm like, that's fine. But when they're struggling like that, it's going to it's pulling away from his game, and it's like he does he has not made that adjustment in his mind. Like I'm just gonna keep doing this, no I don't matter what the can. circumstance. Because that's what he's been all year, and and that might very well be. And if that's the case, which I'm saying is like I don't know, but maybe that is. And if that's the case, man, next year y'all he's a liability. Y'all gonna have to replace him. Like either replace him or you gotta find get another, another person, person to do that role, and then have him, you know, so he's secondary to that because you can't rely on this guy at this point because because of Bogdanovich's injury, which is making Herder have to play a whole different kind of role. Which I he don't can't, Herder can't do that consistently. He needs to be bad at that Romer who just was just kind of out there. And he now needs he to be doing to be what Gallinari is doing, right? And now it's just, and they were already a, a man short at least because this is the whole. They're a year too early. I get it. Like, yeah. 
were they really supposed to make it to the conference championship? I'm like, man, second round, man, great effort. Go out there and no, they got they started man, they showed that they're ready next in line. Yeah, they are. But they're that next man up. Yeah, but even in sloppy play, Milwaukee's talent is far superior and deeper where they can kind of even play sloppy for moments and periods in the game and still come out with a double digit win. And that's the reason why I took Atlanta in this in this series because I thought when it comes down to yes, Milwaukee plays sloppy sometimes in Atlanta they're a young team who plays sloppy sometimes, but I thought it was easier for Atlanta to get out of their sloppy slump than it was for Milwaukee to, but apparently that's just not the case, especially now with Trey Young hobbled. You got Bogdanovich hobbled. They're just they're dealing with these injuries that are starting to build up. You're really relying on Kevin Herter way too much and Gallinari off the bench to be that spark plug. And then Lou Williams, he's just to me, it's just it seems like Lou Williams in game three was just a step behind everything. It didn't seem to feel like he could ever catch up to the oh, flow man. of the game. And I don't know why, because usually when he comes off the bench, it's like, OK, right. this is the second unit. We're going to be just fine. They're going to be able to go up against uh, a Milwaukee second unit, which I want to get to in a second here. But mm-hmm. when when Lou Williams was out there in game three, it just felt like, man, you're not getting nothing's fallen for for Atlanta on on the on the starter side of things. And then when the second unit comes out, you're still not able to to get any any you you're when you're not seeing shots fall and you get into that rut, even though Milwaukee isn't having shots fall, it just it doesn't seem like anybody's there's there's not that dude there that can just bona fide come in, let everybody know, hey, we can still be effective on the offensive end. I think that's a leadership thing. I think it's because of, like you said, this is that freshman team, it feels like, where they're coming out there and there's nobody there to be like, all right, this is what we got to do. This is how we lock in. This is how we this is how we get out of this slump here. Well, uh, when you get to those hard times of the game where where literally it feels like nothing is falling. I think they if they would change their philosophy up just a little bit, a small tweak for Nate McMillan, and he focused a little bit more on making a more stronger defensive effort and some more defensive uh, rotations. And that's where the Tony Snails come in. Chris, I mean, and Chris it, Dunn, man. I I think Chris no, Dunn no, needs no, to get to playing your time. To point, what you just said, a Chris Dunn, even if it's five minutes, it's five minutes to at least evaluate and see, to give yourself a different feel, a different touch, and give five minutes at least minimal to, um, or allotted to um, Trey Young, guaranteed, just, just to see what we have. Yeah. And if the changes help changes the flow of the offense, anything to off-kilter, you know, Milwaukee's um, um, offensive and defensive attack. With that, also, if they're going to, you know, see what you got with this Cam Reddish. If he dude is ready, I'm talking about even from a defensive end. I mean, he could be an offense. He could be. He could become the new X Factor, at least if it's for one game where they don't have any game film on you. Yeah, you're right. I'm like, and that's he what I'm could saying. be the Terrence Man of last round. And why I'm using these dudes, like these three guys on top of you already got Gallinari and you got Lou Williams, just in case if Lou Williams doesn't necessarily have it tonight or he's not necessarily bringing it is going to relieve the pressure off the very thin and fragile line of the the Compella Collins. Not know. even that. I One thing that I did see in this box score that kind of caught my eye, Okongwu, the rookie, he played less than 10 minutes. He had four points, two he's, rebounds. He had a steal and a block. He's still a foot issue, though. And that's – I, I, I didn't want to cut it off. It was just like, but this guy's actually not – 100%. And but if he's doing that in less than 10 minutes and he's not 100%, I, I, 
you, so, you're you're but you're he's playing hurt, and that's why he stopped playing. True. You know? So it's like I understand what you're saying. It's like okay, dude, you want to? All right, man, I know you're hurting, but I need ten minutes out of you. You know, and maybe I wouldn't. You know what? With that being said, I wouldn't be opposed to him going out there if he if he if they clear him to play and they say and he said he yeah. can he can go out there. I'll try to give you what I got. I'm good with that. That's eight to ten minutes that you you giving relief to um a Collins and a Capella again. Yeah. It, it works, but I'm saying. Nate got to dig deep, dude. You can't shorten your bench right now. You need to widen it a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. I, I the we need to get away from this shorting rotation thing to, because I think that that's that's what first of all is pro- propelling us into this situation with just an enormous amount of injuries all, across the league right now. Um, but then also, I think there are guys that here that definitely. A hundred percent can give you good minutes. Like you said, if it's just five minutes, these guys can come in and really, really help. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. I'm trying to find the right word. Kind of just kind of stead the tide a little bit to stop them from just getting on these runs. Because like I said, if Milwaukee gets into that groove, it's almost impossible to stop them. And that's where this comes in. Like, yeah, you had you had expand this from nine to like twelve. You know and. You got three more, you know, you know. You got three names right there just sitting there ready to play. Like Right. And I'm like, if you can establish and get some kind of ground on defensively and you're at home, get that crowd going. And then, you know, that puts a whole different kind of psychological level as opposed to, man, we just putting up shots. Cause like look what they did in game one. They went up fifteen points. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, Giannis just came down and effortlessly scored. And he just came down and he effortlessly because there was no defense. There was no defensive presence there. And I understand, like, you're like, yeah, I don't want them to get in foul trouble. Okay, so who's after them? This reminds me of those Duke teams. These are the one and dones where it's just that starting five. And, like, the, the, the bench players, like, if they, if they, if the stars ever got in foul trouble, like, oh, geez. Yeah. It's such a drop off in the skills you know, of who's, you know, you don't even want to go with them. So you don't, you know, they just step aside. They don't play as hard. And then, and now Milwaukee got all of the momentum. They they see that there's no low post presence whatsoever. There's no enforcer down there. And Giannis is just walking. I mean, impressive Giannis, yes. However, in the context, not so impressive when I didn't see none of that against Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, <laughs> kind of suspect, buddy. Like, oh, Big brothers away, y'all picking on little little brother right yeah. now, and it's kind of like okay. So now you want to give it to Clint Capella because you know KD and the boys was giving it to you for seven, you know, <laughs> seven good games. Was well, six? Would they be them six? Maybe them seven. seven. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, and that, it's just kind of like don't don't get too you know. As a, and not that he's doing that. His game is just kind of like arrogant right now. Like you just so effortlessly, oh, you just really taking advantage of a situation. No, oh, okay. I, you know well and and this and is, it is what it is but i think there's a bigger thing at play right now and okay. and it speaks to to the bench play and game 3 really showed it to me cuz <laughs> i'm really about to say this bobby portis came off the bench oh yeah, yeah. 60% from the field he was 15-4 he had one assist and he had two steals mhm and i think was what 15, 16 minutes? Like, that's... Atlanta, man. You can't let Bobby Portis be doing this to you because 
This this is not Bobby Portis. This is the Bobby Portis that I was looking for in Chicago. <laughs> no, was, and, no, I, no, I know no, what you're saying because I, I made a note of this. I'm like, it's interesting you brought up. I was like, this, this MF of Bobby Portis. Go, got I didn't think we was ever gonna mention this man's name again. No, I didn't think and so. Now he shows up. No, I and, and and I think okay, that's this is where no, he showed up. No. Okay. No, no, no. I, I, I'm going to let you cross-examine it for a second. When I'm saying that in this, for this game, yeah. sh- as a, you know, we need some spark off the bench. You know, it's everything we were saying for Atlanta. This dude finally stepped up and became what they brought him over there to be. He's supposed to be actually that guy coming off the bench. He was a starter at one point. Yeah, no, you know? I get you. And now... I'm saying he showed up. I ain't saying he showed up and like he's arrived. There's two different. Yeah, that's what, okay. That's where I was gonna get he to. I was like, he has not arrived. No, I didn't. <laughs> okay, he showed up. So that's what I was like. Well, I, you, I think you thank you for making that distinction because I was about to get on you for that. <laughs> no, no, I like. When you ever see me flip flop that easily? Come on, stop. He showed up. That's why I kept preface to the game. Like in this moment, for the moment, he. He had like, a good game, and it and it and it, and it, it really and it drew mud into the eye that I'm like, oh, now you want to show up? Yeah. Oh, really? I was like, alrighty, hey, Chris Middleton's already done it to me once. I, I don't need. <laughs> That's my my point being is as hard as I'm going in about Atlanta. Look who showed up. Yeah. Out of all of that, dude was counted out. I'm like, I'm over here all about Atlanta. Okay, we can get this dude and snail can play. <laughs> get up, you come off the bench. And, yeah. You know, we we going all going in hard. Well, I can't even say I can't say alphabet. You know. Oh, Onweka <laughs> Kongu. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> yeah. So you know, we talking going in real hard. And Bobby Porter's like, yeah. What about me though? Look what I just did. Yeah. Look, look what I just did to them. Yeah. No, you're right. You and know, and I, I, it, I did it to Snail. Snail didn't even get off the bench, but I did it. To <sighs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, man, y'all y'all hustling backwards, man. But it, like, but in in what you just said, I think kind of encapsulates what I have an issue with Nate McMillan doing Tony Snell up against Bobby Portis. I don't Bobby, I don't think Bobby Portis is doing that. Not this, no. I, I, cause he's going up against Solomon Hill right now. Like Solomon Hill is too small. Way too just, small. I'm like Solomon Hill, Solomon Hill. Is he really a forward? Like seriously? Like I'm just looking at this guy. Like I see nothing in for he's too, he's too short. I'm not going to say small. I want to be very clear. It's his height. He's very tiny. I, I'm not, I'm sorry with it. And well, I mean, he is six six. I mean, he's that, a, he's a four. And I'm like, okay, he must be sticking seven footers because that's how it looked when he was standing. Well, I mean, Bobby Portis is huge. Like, man, I'm like, man, I, I'm not seeing a three inch difference. I'm seeing like almost damn near a foot. That guy is tiny. I don't think he's six six. I don't know. He looked like he's six two, six three on a good day. I mean, they they're listing Bobby Portis at six ten, so it's a four inch difference. That looked like a more than a four inch. Yeah, you're right. That's all I was getting at. I'm just just almost like because the same thing when I looked at him, I'm like, damn, he might be, maybe even a little shorter than PJ Tucker. You know, it's just you know, PJ Tucker is not that tall. No, he's not big. They can say that. Oh, he's six eight. You know, he's six what up? And then you six line. You know, no, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Uh, you gotta call people what they are. You're like, wait, what'd you say? Six one, six two. And that's one of the you know? weird things about the NBA. I think like there's a lot of this going around where it's just like 
everybody gets an extra inch too. Some guys even three, get an extra four. three inches. And I'm like, what the? Can we just list them at what they are? Like, what what is wrong with doing that? I, was, I like, mean, do Mark, we need to propel seven footers I, being I've in the league? Done it. I had an old man moment because I said I, I made a mention last week that Barkley was six six and like Michael Jordan got no business sticking. You know, Barkley got no business sticking like Michael Jordan. Barkley's like six four. You know, <laughs> literally like man. on a good day. So, because he was just undersized power forward, but he actually played the power forward position. No, now, right. With that being said, you could stand there and look at him and like Jordan's taller than him. And then same thing was was with um Dennis Rodman. He was six eight at one point. Then he once he leaves the Bulls, he's six six. Because mm-hmm. he, I mean, he looking he look, he's looking Michael Jordan directly in the eye. He looked a lot taller when he was in Detroit, but he wasn't. You know, and it's just that's just what they do. You know. Said Scotty was six seven. I could have sworn there's some days <laughs> I've seen him looking at Horace Grant square in the eyes. Horace Grant is six ten. <laughs> Just saying. And then I see these other six seven guys who look like they six three and six four, and I'm like, it's all been skewed. Even probably by, I was probably groomed wrong. So I'm like, what I'm seeing, but I know I see a difference in size. But that's neither here nor there. Where are we where are we going with this? We, we're still talking about Atlanta and the Bucks. Yeah. Um, we were just talking about heights with and yeah, and Bobby Bob- Portis and, uh, and Solomon Hill. Solomon Hillio. But I was saying, bringing in Tony Snell to guard Bobby Portis, because you cannot, especially with if you're letting Giannis and Middleton do their thing, where they're combining for 60% from the field as starters, you can't let guys like that off the bench, like Bobby Portis, come in and also be 60% from the field. Like, that's just, you, you just can't let that happen. And no. and and I don't know. I think that if you bring in and you add into the rotation, Chris Dunn. Uh, by the way, Trey Young is not playing tonight. They already are in the second quarter, but Atlanta is playing some pretty good basketball right now, thirty-three to twenty-five in the second quarter. Um, Whoa! Yeah, that's a blow. Yeah, but I think like without Trey Young, they're going to make some adjustments here, and and honestly, this is going to be this might be over in in five. But that's neither here nor there. Um, what I was saying was is it, putting Tony Snell or a, uh, I mean, Cam Reddish is in the game, so putting him up against a Bobby Portis on that second unit or Pat Connaughton uh, or even Thanasis for that matter, uh, just having those guys play up against them, that'll that'll give some re- reprieve uh, because – if their second unit isn't playing up to the level of your second unit, because Gallinari coming off the bench, he's he's scoring. So you're getting that bench production offensively. It's just defensively. You can't allow their second unit to come out and, and, and be as effective as they have been. Right. So I think that's really all that I have. Uh, you got any, any other thoughts, any other things out of either one of these matchups in either one of these games? Um. Well, no. I, I'm just, you know, I'm I'm a little bummed now that I heard that Trey's not playing. <laughs> um. But but you know, silver lining. It's gonna give me an opportunity to look at these other guys now because yeah. now we're gonna remove. We're gonna remove the, the guy, the, i.e., the issue, <laughs> for the eleven. Yeah. <laughs> the issue here. Yeah. You know, like we're gonna remove him now. Let's see what y'all do. Yeah. You know. So, and I'm gonna look at it from that standpoint because I still got a line in seven and. 
this I was gonna say in some quasi kind of form, man. This is gonna be like their game five right here. You know, like this is the pivotal game. And, this is it. I feel and, like whoever wins this game, not that they control anything, but it really will. It's either gonna buy enough time for Atlanta to just wait until Trey Young is healthy, mm-hmm. or Milwaukee is. It's literally the pressure is on. I, now. I think a three-one lead is just too much for them. Uh, that's asking too much. I think uh, if they go up three-one tonight, it ends on. It Thursday. could. However, these leagues, I could still see them. You know, they could potentially lose push it six. to seven. I, I get no, what you're I saying. Could, no, no, they're just losing six. It'd be, it'd be yeah. the weirdest thing. You know, no, I, I get think, what you're saying. I just it's again home court. But has to me, not I been, think to me, I do think Milwaukee is a little bit different in that way. If they go up three one, as opposed to what Phoenix has done, I don't think Giannis is going to let them take that backseat because Giannis, even though he is kind of he, he's not quote unquote a vocal leader, mm-hmm. he will go to those guys. I mean, you saw it in the Brooklyn series where where I thought he was grabbing the clipboard to tell him that they, he was taking on KD. He was still telling his guys, this is what you need to do in this situation, right. whatever it was. He still did take command. He is still being that floor general as the as the talent and the leader. Um, but, I mean, if he's not able to do it now with Trey Young off the floor, I don't think he's ever going to be able to do it. So it's put up or shut up time for Milwaukee. And and I I actually would be disappointed if Milwaukee does not close this out in five with Mm. Trey Young off the floor. Mm. Um, I can't really dispute that too much because like I said, this really is game five. So it's, I'm almost saying whoever wins this game wins the series. Well, Atlanta is hmm. definitely because if Atlanta loses, you definitely not winning the series. Yeah, you're so, done. People are like, well, you ain't gonna lose, and that that remains to be seen because I already said Atlanta in seven. So yeah. whoever wins this game, <laughs> I'm I'm saying, you know, I'm not even making a profound statement. It's just it's where is that? It's yeah, this is where we're not we're coming at. back from three huh. one. So you're down, you know, you tied us up two two. It's best two out of three. Trey's back, you know. You we we're real hey we we're back to you know you need to spend, you know st- steal a one which y'all perfectly can do you just you need to just take care of home court and t- tie this thing back up to even the series back out and we we can go from there so it's a, it's a clean slate it's a whole new series the best two out of three next but you got to win tonight yeah three one man miss me it just you're right no no hero y'all don't have enough in it's just not enough in the tank for after that um that's that's all I have um. In regards to those series, I mean, I have my question of the day, and I got my award. But you know, well, no, let's no go get thing. into that. Um, for that got that dog award. <laughs> um, I was almost gonna quasi give it, man, just just on a just an honorable mention, you know, Bobby Porter. You know, come 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 come, <laughs> you gotta gotta give it up to just the man, the man, the man balled out. He, he had a game. He had a game. <laughs> I mean, 15, 15 points, <laughs> four rebounds, two steals, an assist. I mean, man, man shot like you said, fifty eight percent from the field. Yeah, he did it in sixteen and a half minutes. Come on, you get yeah. He showed up. He had a game. He showed the Bobby Porter's I showed up award, you know, <laughs> but, um, but no, in all seriousness that got that dog award this week. I, I got it. I don't like that. This person got it, but you know, for, and for various reasons, I'll get into it in a second, but Giannis, hmm. 
No, do please do tell. Just his numbers. Uh, just just okay. for the series. I mean, he just big big bro picking on little bro right now. I got you. Know, you. He no. just he uh, brooding through it. I mean, game one, thirty three and eleven. You know, game two, you know, he thirty four and twelve. You you know, game three. I'm just doing two stat lines. You know, then he comes back and man, he's thirty three and eleven again. I mean, I mean, he just be he beasting down there, man. And and then, I mean, he's making the Atlanta bigs look small. They don't. There's no presence down there. I mean, his his stats for the series right now through three games, he's thirty ten six and two. So, I mean, he, you're right. I mean, I'm just, I'm talking from the numbers and his attitude ain't there. It's just effortless, you know, but yeah, I dude. mean, just putting in that work. Yeah. You know, I just, I mean, got that dog. Yeah. I know. Sometimes I do want to put that, you know, that swag and that, you know, that's kind of why the honorable mention to Bobby Portis because he was just a poor version, man, version of that. Like, True. But his attitude was a lot intense. I mean, know? honestly, and, and this is going to be kind of, me talking out of the side of my mouth from what I've been saying recently, but I, I feel like I would have given it to Chris Middleton if I was giving it to anybody on Milwaukee right now. I know because I mean, because wow, <laughs> I was about to let that pass, but you know, go ahead. With just saying, yes, Giannis is doing it in in a overall for this series, but Chris Middleton has shown up in spots in the last three games where it's just like, well, specifically games two and three, where it's just like, God, come on. Atlanta, like you're just gonna let it, like it just feels like they're just letting Chris Middleton do it. Whereas when I'm watching it, I know Chris Middleton is he's actually just going to work right now. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of these things where I'm just like throwing up my hands, like Atlanta, come on, there's you have to be able to put somebody on him because it's just it's not they they're just Chris Middleton at some points and specifically in the second half whether it's late in the third or early in the fourth where they have to get that run to see okay this is what the momentum is going to be shifting to. He's he's too streaky for me. I'm sorry. You know, and, and then I, guess, yeah, I said, fair. at best, he's a three. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'm like, with potential, yeah. <laughs> he's you know to show himself as a two. He's Giannis is that constantly because you start as you said. I'm gonna use your words. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the ESPN thing. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna use exactly what you said. He's good in spots. Yeah, you're right. Giannis, the whole thing is a spot. Like it's just continuous with his numbers. You know, and I understand he's that. He's the base. He's the foundation. Middleton has to play off him. And Middleton has came in, but the point is we just don't know when it's going to happen. You know, we're waiting on it in some cases. In the words on. of Chris Rock, then, I will say, you want to give him flowers and some shit he's supposed, supposed to do. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And this is why he, he is what he is, you know, and... So I'm I'm a more annoyed. whatever Giannis more, you just want a cookie for your junior <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I guess no, I'm I agree saying with you. I'm You're more right. annoyed with Chris Middleton right now because it's like you just like Giannis. At least Giannis is kind of humble about it. Like yeah. his game just speaks like <laughs> man, I'm just gonna go out shoot you know, I'm just that I'm just the better guy on the court tonight. You know, just I'm that guy tonight. It's my night. Uh, you know, yeah. and you you know I don't know what y'all trying to bring over here, but this is my gym. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it has a swag like that. Like, dude, who are you, man? Yeah, like, no, you right. You know, it just don't rolled up and just took over. You know, and and, and it's not. A, I'm, I'm annoyed with him right now, like, yeah, dude. I get you. Because like, if I needed that, and I, I'm like, okay, man, we in this moment, and I look at you, that dude won't show up necessarily. Yeah, you're it, right. It's a very good chance. Yeah, and that's my problem. But that, but with that being said, man, Giannis, 
Uncle, I can't say his last name. Antetokounmpo. <laughs> Giannis, you know, <laughs> he gets it. I mean, his numbers have just been solid in the series. They they don't have an answer for this guy, or Nate McMillan hasn't figured it out just yet. I hope after these three games, that was a good enough sample size to show whatever everything you've done has not worked. And and. In the grand scheme of things, if I'm really being honest about what I want to see, because, and I'm not, I don't have a problem with this dude scored like he's averaging thirty and ten. My issue is when I start seeing the way he was getting yeah. a lot of those baskets when y'all up fifteen, but at the half you're tied. I got a problem with that because you, this dude just skipped through there five, five or six times uncontested anyways. Yeah. Like you just gave up 12 good, easy uncontested points. That so, there you go. I get a hundred percent what you're saying, but to me. If I'm being honest about what I want to see, and, and honestly, what I want to see is Trey Young in the finals. That's what I want to see. But in all honesty, the way that he gets there and the way that we get to see the most out of Trey Young mm-hmm. is unfortunately they lose this year in this offseason. Whatever we see, whatever comes out of this Eastern Conference run, this Eastern Conference finals run, I th- I need I need the Atlanta organization to to realize hey like we've got the dude we need to build around him fully like they, we, this we can't half ass and oh we went to go get this dude he he he's kind of what you need but we we don't need more Kevin Herters on this team we I need to put a suggestion in a veteran suggestion what's up <clears throat> Dwight Howard. He comes back to Atlanta, but now he comes back as as really a general and a leader. Fair. I don't know if he burned bridges on his way out. So I'm not I don't sure know either. That, yeah. But his stint here was, it was he was doing that weird point. It was weird. Like I, it, yeah. It was almost like the Rondo signing. Like when you knew, yeah. As when you hear about, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign with Atlanta. What's up with that? Well, I knew what I knew what Rondo was doing when he signed with Atlanta. I, I, I knew know, exactly but, what was but happening. But it was one of those when you're looking at it like I don't know if that's gonna fit. That don't yeah. even sound like a. That's, that's not yeah. that's not a move you make, you know. I I'm from Atlanta area. I get that, but you... well, no, because I I know what Ron, Ronda was trying to get that bag. That's literally no, no. All I understand. It was. I understand. I, I get that. You know, I was just saying in both cases, I had the same conclusion. Yeah, and yeah. But anyway, Giannis got that dog. I know we already talking about <laughs> Dwight Howard, but uh, in Atlanta, in Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks. Um, my it's question of the day. Conversation is it's fine. We can always bring it up in another. Yeah, because I can read the speculatory stuff. Because I've been looking at some things. But, yeah. Um, my question of the day. Um, and this had a lot to do, especially when we're looking at this this Clippers series, you know, and just Clippers in general, and this whole Kawhi fiasco or whatever the hell is or is not going and is happening right now. But is low management. <laughs> A necessary process in the NBA anymore? Why or why not? And with that, there's a quasi second question of the day. Go ahead. Uh, just based off of what we talked about earlier, uh, it, do you, what are just your guys's thoughts on the Kawhi frustration with the medical staff situation? Just does this feel like it's a quote unquote second run with? the san antonio spurs or do you think this is something completely different is this a, is this a non-starter or is this actually the beginnings of something happening in la right now so that's my question well we will have those both posted up um y'all let me know what's going on though. <laughs> I'll, I'll text you as soon as it goes up um yeah well that i think is going to do it for today's episode um 
Again, guys, like, rate, subscribe, leave a comment down below, answer the questions, uh, and let's have a conversation about it in the comment section down below. Uh, on top of that, uh, go follow us on Twitter at the underscore square pod. A lot of great content going out on there. Just kind of staying engaged with the community. Uh, just staying up to date on sports news and really just also another platform to, to have conversations directly with us. Uh, the, the, the cast of the show, if you will. Um, uh, but with that, uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next one. Have a good night. Thank you.